Hey guys, my name is Mavi, and for the last 14 years, I've worked in the plastic surgery industry under top board certified plastic surgeons. In that time, I have gained extensive knowledge about surgical procedures, pre and post-op care, as well as non-invasive or minimally invasive treatments. My passion to educate and help women feel empowered in their surgical decisions led to what we now know as the Big Butts No Lies podcast. Join in on the fun as I chat with plastic surgery experts, friends, and real-life patients about all things plastic surgery. Should be fun! Hey guys, thanks for joining me today on Big Butts No Lies. I'm super excited about the episode today. I have a very special guest that I'm very excited to have. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Annalisa, go ahead and introduce yourself. Thank you for having me on, first of all. It's a pleasure. You're I'm welcome. I'm so excited <laughs> and I'm so proud of your journey and what's next to come. Thank okay. you. I'm excited too. Let's <laughs> do this. To get that out there. <laughs> well, I've worked in the cosmetic industry for over 10 plus years and I currently work with Dr. Mintz. He's a board certified plastic surgeon, actually triple boarded, but I'm a mom, you know, and I have a son. I'm a friend, sister and a woman, and I'm ready to give my advice and input and knowledge from over the years. So thanks for having me on. You're welcome. That was an awesome introduction. <laughs> that was an awesome way to introduce yourself. I love that you put out there that you're a mom, a friend, a sister yeah. and a woman because we all, I mean, I mean we all are, yeah. but <laughs> it's uh, part of you, how you identify yourself. Sure. Yeah. As a mom, as all a friend. There you go. <laughs> That's good. I love it. So I've worked with Dr. Mentz. He's a triple board certified plastic surgeon. What does that mean to the to our listeners who don't know what yeah. that means? So basically, he is the creme de la creme. So he is <laughs> certified in facial plastic surgery, otolaryngology. He's also a body plastic surgeon as well. So he can literally do from head to toe, which makes a lot of our patients comfortable because they have minimal downtime because they can do multiple procedures at once. They fly in from all the way around the world because he is the best. The best of the best. Doesn't he <laughs> and then, have of some course, world... of ACPS. Yeah. Doesn't he have some, like, worldwide awards? Yeah. I mean, face, right? from, yeah, from Paris, he's gotten awards from. But, I mean, the list goes on and on. But definitely, if you can go to his website, www.drmints.com, you are going to understand why I can't tell you a snippet of his accreditations. <laughs> because <laughs> well, it's not it, easy. Is, it is page after page. But yes, a board certified plastic surgeon is a surgeon who goes through extra training and they go in front of a board and they are critiqued on their work and they are everything that every decision that they make on the cases that are pulled for boards are dissected and they have to explain every decision. And it's a very complicated and a very extensive training, training and process. So for a doctor to be board certified is very, very important. Yeah. And, and Dr. he Mintz. was the first in America to be triple boarded, which in itself is... What? Um, was he? Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. It's amazing. Is he the... Is there more? There's more now. 
But in the early 90s, he was the first. So he's usually the first for everything. So <laughs> he usually sets the trend. I don't care, you know, if in what it is. Exactly. It, it is what it is. He is an innovator. And that's why I'm really excited to have Annalisa and Dr. Mance and their team come on and be my experts for you, for my listeners, for my uh, patients. Yes. Y'all can submit the questions and anything her yeah. and with questions. And if she doesn't know, she knows a lot of docs, especially Dr. Mintz, that she can always reach out to, you know, text them and say, hey, I have. Someone. Hey, I have this question. Yeah. What do you think about it? Mm-hmm. So and that's the that's, resources are there. Yes. So with that said, y'all will understand why. Her coming on here with me is invaluable for the information that we can share yes. with you guys. So today's episode is going to be, am I ready for surgery? A lot of us think we are, myself included. I remember right. thinking I'm ready for surgery and not really being ready for surgery. Right. Even and though I've been in this industry for so have. long, yeah, it's... You still, I mean, you still have those reservations and that's the crazy part about it is that, you know, you have all this information on websites and you have friends telling you certain things and you have doctors telling you another thing and you have your reservations maybe from your family Mm -hmm. and it's like, oh my goodness, am I ready? Am I ready? Should I? Yeah. So that's what I want to touch on today. Yeah. I want to touch on, you know, things that you should check in with yourself before you go ahead and have your plastic surgery. So the question for me that I want to ask you is, what does ready mean for you? I'll go into what it means for me. Okay, I was going to say, so ready for me is going to be different for someone else, you know? Right. But Mm -hmm. what I want is for listeners to hear what your thoughts are. Okay. And then it'll kind of jog something in their mind like, oh, Right. I am ready. And I, I love doing all that because I like giving my personal experience with mm-hmm. cosmetic surgery and just being in the industry, but then also sharing discreetly, of course, right. other patients' testimonials that, you know, they thought they were ready, but in the end, they might have not been. Correct. They probably weren't. Yeah. And that's, I, with you guys, y'all know, I always want you to have an amazing experience with your plastic surgery. I I am an advocate for plastic surgery, but I'm also an advocate for your for the patient. Right. So I want you to have a good experience from when you walk in to when you are on the beach in your bikini the whole <laughs> <Absolutely>. way through. <laughs> I mean, as long as you're doing it for the right reasons. Right. So that's what I wanted to touch on a couple things. Okay. So mainly being ready emotionally and kind of like mm. with your personal life. Yeah. And I love Dr. Mintz because, well, he's awesome, obviously. <laughs> but of course, our quotes are always good for a year, which a lot of doctors, they kind of hold you to like, okay, you have to have surgery within three months. And that's you might not, not be you ready. You might not be ready. So yeah. what does that mean? You know, and some patients, they'll call a year later and Say, hey, I want to do a rediscuss, which is awesome because I think any doctor over a year is going to want to see you back for a second evaluation. And if they don't, 
Um, think mm, about it. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's really, really great. Our consultation fees go towards charities. So we get to pick and choose those, which is cool. That's, but oh, it still that's applies. What the thank you card was. Exactly. So, but it's cool because he still applies it to your surgery. I don't care if it's a year, two years, three years when you decide to have it. That's awesome. He still, you know, backs it up. So that's yeah. awesome. Okay. So the importance of, Checking in with yourself before you have this plastic surgery. Mm -hmm. So a couple of things that I want to kind of put out there and have like patients who are, you know, starting their journey. Yes. Just a couple of things for them to check in with themselves. Yes. Like make sure you evaluate. So I would say the top three for me are going to be to come in by yourself. Like if you have a loved one that's supportive, that's great. But if you have a spouse or a significant other that is not supportive on your decision and you don't know yet if you are 100% going to do it, I would say come in by yourself. That's great advice. I never thought about that. Yeah, because if not, they're kind of altering what you're thinking And if you don't plan to do it, why even bring up that conversation? Do it for yourself. Come in, have that discussion, get the information, and then figure out if you want to do it before even. (laughs) Why did I? I, Okay, high five on that one. (laughs) Because it it gives you that chance of kind of asking all of those questions that you would feel uncomfortable almost. In front of someone else. Exactly. Regardless who it is. Especially your spouse who... You kind of want to yeah. be put together. You right. want you want them to come to them like, hey, yeah. this is what I want to do. <laughs> this is my plan. This is how much it's going to cost you. Right, exactly. <laughs> sign here. No, sign just here. <laughs> just sign right here. So that's a really great tip. But I really feel that that's what makes our practice, I mean, with Dr. Metz, I mean, because he educates, he's very knowledgeable. He will tell a patient no. That's... Admirable. I love that. Very important because if a surgeon is not honest or ethical, I mean, let's think about it. Come on. This is our body. We have one Mm -hmm. and we have to do it right the first time. So, you know, he stands behind what he says. But at the same time, if he doesn't feel you're going to get that 50% of improvement, Mm -hmm. it's kind of the risk reward situation, you know, like, is it, is it worth it? Yeah. That's, and that's all stuff that that. you learn in your initial consultation. So I, I'm really glad you brought that up. Like, go to your consultation by Just yourself if you don't have a supportive uh, right. spouse or partner. If you're kind of still thinking the about fence, it, like you're maybe just searching. I want to. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Thanks. Let me. I had another question here. <laughs> oh, okay. Here. You have a lot of questions, mommy, I must say, <laughs> but it's okay. I'm up for the challenge. Okay. So these are just some things that I encourage my listeners to when they're checking in with themselves. Uh-huh. Like, am I doing this for myself? Okay. Mainly is the question that yeah. I want everybody to ask themselves. Yeah. Am I doing this for myself or am I doing this for somebody else? Right. Am I doing this because I think I'm going to get something out of it? Out of it. Right. Very important questions so one uh scenario is i wouldn't recommend for a patient to have any plastic surgery right after their spouse dies okay that's a tough one yes i agree i think any emotional family situation is gonna be not great for the recovery exactly 
the recovery process is very strenuous, but at the same time, you have a good, you know, backing with the practice and you have good coaches, which is our team. But still, if you're not in that emotional, mental mind, Yeah, if you're state, not in the right mind frame. You're not going to recover. As your recovery well. is going to be a little tougher, yeah. I feel. Yeah. If you don't have a good support system at home, mm-hmm. you're going to have a tougher recovery. Right. So that's, I guess, that is why it would be so important to kind of have all your ducks in a row yeah, before you go And that's why spouse. we give the whole year, like figure it out. If that's what you want to do, we're here to coach you and to give you advice, whether it's financial advice, how to get financing with care credit, which is a great credit card that you can do with mm-hmm. six months at 0% interest. Don't mean to pitch them, but at the <laughs> same time, we do use them as a third party. But you know, I had a funny story. It was a couple years ago. This mommy did a mommy makeover, which that too is a topic because mommy makeover is specific to each mommy. Every mommy wants something different. So Mm -hmm. it's a marketing term, but this specific mommy, she took out a Disney visa card and she racked up the points and took the kids to Disney afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) How cool is that? It's like, I got my surgery. Yes. (laughs) I got my surgery. Now I look great. Let's go to Disney. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So, I mean, you know, it starts with the financial, figuring out if it's going to work for you, if your family's on board, if you have, you know, reasonable expectations. Yes, that's very important because we don't want you to come in thinking you're going to look like a certain celebrity. And that's not what it's going to be. <laughs> so during your initial consultation is when we, you know, set those goals and those boundaries and those expectations. And if we're going to be a good team, we're going to be a good team, you know, but if not, then Dr. Mintz is very vocal with saying, no, (laughs) this is not what it's going to be. But in the end, you'll thank him for that. Definitely. I feel like if you, if your surgeon can tell you, no, that's too much, then you can trust him. (laughs) Exactly. Because <laughs> if, if he can't turn you down or guide you to maybe a different procedure or something that's more appropriate for you, then they're, they might not be doing whatever with their, the right intentions, right. right? Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that goes back to just like ethics and you'll learn with the top docs. We have great docs here in Houston, all over the United States, but you'll learn that integrity part that their brand and their legacy is very important. And that's what they hold their standards to. So that's what you get with ACPS. That's what you get with Dr. Mintz. (laughs) And that's what you would get with a board certified, reputable. Yes. And that's a good question to ask, you know, go to multiple consultations. I mean, we always tell patients that. I always encourage my patients to have at least three consultations. Yeah. I like to be the last one though. Yeah. (laughs) Of course, typically we are, but no, I'm just kidding. It's the last one. It's the, yeah. Creme de la creme. But at the same time, you know, it's just, you have to, you know, space yourself out just like any other important decision in your life, whether it's buying a house, you know, 
buying a car, a <laughs> new relationship, whatever it might be, you need that time to process. Right. And that's what my next little asterisk Stop here it. was. No. Divorce. <laughs> oh what goodness. about having surgery after divorce? So that's a tricky one because usually patients come in, you know, and I'll say 50-50, they'll come in and say, you know, they want to do it because it's the revenge body. They want to do that for them to make themselves feel better. But in the end, they weren't here a year ago doing it. Mm -hmm. So is it really for themselves or is it to kind of look better for that spouse or whoever, you know, that their partner that they were with? With, right. Um, and that, that, I do want to tell a story about that okay, because I I had a patient interaction a couple of years ago that kind of has stuck with me uh -huh. through all of this time just because it really made me look within like when I'm asking to asking a patient right. if, if they're ready for surgery or, you know, their questions to not kind of deep dive. Like, are okay. you like, are you ready for surgery? Like, uh -huh. let, like you should like, almost feel a vibe a that vibe. it was like. Something's, something's, something's off. off. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so for her, she came in, she wanted to have surgery. She seemed, you know, shy, but ready. Uh -huh. Like she wanted, she was very anxious. Like, yes, I want to have surgery as soon as possible. Right. Okay. So I go through my usual spiel, like making sure they're ready, making sure they have, you know, financing, aftercare. Right. Who's going to take care of you at home? So I asked her, who's going to take care of you at home? And she said, oh, my husband wants nothing to do with this. Mm. I hired my neighbor. She's going to help take care of me. So she had her surgery. And right after, right after her surgery, I kind of knew because she was just having a very difficult recovery. Right. So it was probably like four or five months later after her surgery where she had come in multiple times, very critical of her results, very mm -hmm. unhappy with the way she looked. And she looked great. Right. I'm and the like, staff was probably yeah, like, you we look amazing. We yeah. showed her her before and after pictures. I'm like, you look amazing. That's a good and point. And she was not feeling it. Right. And I think we forget what we look like. Definitely. That is a lot of the time, you know, we look at ourselves in the mirror all the time. We are our worst critics. And it's really hard to go through a recovery, especially back to going through the mental process of being prepared for it, mm -hmm. going through a difficult situation At while recovering. It's very difficult. So finally, this patient came about five months later. Mm -hmm. We had a very deep conversation. She finally told me that her husband had been having an affair with the third. Oh, it came out like this. She told me, oh, my goodness, I don't look 30 and We're like, she was in she was close to 50 and in oh, my wow. in my head I'm thinking you don't want to I don't you don't want to look 30 like yeah own your age yeah. that's she, a blessing so then after she told me that I looked at her very puzzled like right but you want to be with, supportive yeah, with, you know I you have the compassion yeah, for it, you the know? compassion but we, we, we didn't promise you you were going to look 30 Correct. you're we gave you some reasonable expectations, but right. she finally told me her husband had been cheating on her with the 30 year old. So there was an underlying she issue. She thought she, after her surgery, her husband would come back, come back. Yeah. And he didn't. So she was upset. Yeah. And I think that's the perfect example of not having surgery for yourself. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, honestly, don't lie to yourself about it. Exactly. That's what I mean. Check in with yourself. You don't right. have to talk to anybody about it. No, just not yourself at all. in exactly. your head. That's it. On your way when you're driving, like 
think about it. Yeah. Why do I really want to do this? Yeah. Am I, is this really going to make me happy? Right. And a lot of times it will, but. <laughs> but you have to make sure that, you know, finances too might put someone in a burden in a after a, a divorce or some, a breakup or maybe something's going on in their family. So For you're example, putting like triple stress. Triple stress. If they're going through a divorce yeah. and then the added cost of the surgery right. and then the surgery doesn't get them to where they want to, where to they be wanted to or be, expected to be or expected to be. And that's why it's good that the surgeon is very honest and saying, hey, this is where we're going to get you to, you know, and then you have to be honest with yourself and say, OK, that's going to make me happy or it's not or it's not. Yeah. And at that and time, make that decision, yeah, make that decision. And this my- is elective, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't exactly. You don't have to do it. But if you're doing it for the right reasons, just like anything else, it's going to make you happy. And, it's and I make encourage you feel my patients because honestly, I feel like my surgery, my plastic surgery has changed my life, how yeah. I feel, my confidence. Yeah, I feel better. Mm-hmm. So I know in my situation, it changed my life yeah. for the better. And I know a lot of patients and I love seeing those stories <laughs> where they They're come in so, glowing. Yes, they are just like a beaming light. They just feel more confident. And then, you know, it gets them a good 10 years and they're at the spa and they're doing just like little touch-ups here and there, whether it's Botox or fillers or, you know, the silk pills and the, you know, rejuvenation for your skin. But then of course, using our products, which are awesome. So you need to do the little things on a daily basis to keep up because you don't want to throw away what you just invested in. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like let's talk about that because that's a lot of patients don't maintain They just come in thinking like, hey, one and done, which yes, technically, but not really because you have to maintain what the surgeon gave you. Yeah. You know, it's a teamwork. It's teamwork. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. It's a team project between you, your surgeon, your surgeon staff, making sure that you're all on the Keeping same page yep. and you're taking care of their work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because honestly, you're they're walking billboards. So mm-hmm. think anytime you go to a restaurant or you might go, you know, meet a friend, everyone knows 10 people. So, you know, you're having that conversation. It might come up and you're advertising for them, regardless if you want that to be known or not, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's why and that's also so why it's important. very important yeah. to vet your surgeon and look at their before and after pictures yes. because all surgeons have different styles. Sure. And you just have to find the all surgeon techniques. that fits Correct. your Also, bedside manner is super important. Oh, definitely. Which Dr. Mintz is awesome with. I mean, he's Dr. Mintz (laughs) (laughs) 24-7. So it's really nice. I mean, that's why our staff turnaround here is so low. You know, Mm -hmm. we always joke at the Christmas party, who came back this year? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Right? (laughs) But in the end, you know, you have to mesh with the staff, with the employees, with the medical team, with the doctor, You know, I can't harp on it enough. I know. It's crazy. What are some red flags that you would? And also some green flags. Okay. Let's do green flags first. Okay. Give me an example of a green flag that you would say. For me, a green flag would be somebody who comes in with a spouse. Okay. With a family member who's supportive. Okay. Like a mom or a sister or a friend. Somebody who's there holding their hand. 
they've already done their research. They've already, you know, they come in with questions because they've already watched the videos. Okay. They've already looked at the website. They've already looked at before and after pictures. Been on the Instagram. Been on the gram. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are here and they're ready and they have questions that are specific to them. Mm-hmm. That to me is okay. That's good. good. An educated patient is the best patient. The best patient. Because you honest, I love that answer because when a patient comes in and they're like, okay, tomorrow, let's do this. They have no questions. They're not they, ready. They're not ready. Mm-mm. No. And it is part of our job, obviously, to educate them, but mm-hmm. also to, to kind of like pump the brakes. Guide them. Yeah. Like this is something we can do. This is the process. Yes. You can't have surgery tomorrow. <laughs> how about no, in two months? We book out. Yeah. yeah how about but, in two months? <laughs> but that gives also the patient time, time to think about it. Yeah. Which is the time that they're trying to to do all the research and after they've already booked. Okay. So now that you said that, I think a green flag for me would be a patient that's like on a weight loss journey, journey, Mm -hmm. you know, they've taken a year, whether they had gastric bypass, they had a coach, they had, you know, something happened where now they're, you know, they're just getting into themselves And so they've done that legwork and they're at their goal weight, but Mm -hmm. now they're at that point where it doesn't matter how much exercise you're doing, the skin's not going to come off. Mm -hmm. Like you have that skin laxity. It's not going to contract back. They know it, but they've done the legwork. Now they're a healthy patient. They have a good mindset. And now this is kind of the final step to like completing their journey. Definitely. And you know, on those weight loss patients that yeah. have already put in all that work, they're oh, going to take care of it. Yeah, they're, they're going good. to baby. <laughs> They've been at the other side of the spectrum. So they definitely know that this is kind of like, this is the, they see the silver lining. They see the Perfect. light at yes. the end of the tunnel. Like this is it. I love seeing those patients. I do too. Those are some of my they're favorite patients yeah. to see. The patients who I have think lost they're very weight. Grateful. Yeah, they're grateful. They're, they've worked so hard for it. They're, yeah. those are my favorite patients because I feel like they glow yeah. differently. They do. When they walk in and they've had that excess skin that's been bothering them for 15 years because at first it was they were overweight and now it's just skin right they're yeah they've saved up they've put in all their ducks in a row like we were talking earlier and now it's just kind of like seeing those results and those are the patients that really beam and we're high-fiving when they're coming in for their follow-ups it's really good so what is a red flag I would say red flag is someone being very timid or unsure or, and I feel bad saying this, but price shopping because our body, we have one, right? Mm -hmm. And you get what you pay for, right? That's the saying for a reason. Mm -hmm. But, you know, each practice has their own set fees and, you know, around the country, every doctor sets their practice based on the market. You know, it is what it is. So just because you went to whoever down the street doesn't mean it's going to be the same price here. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those are the red flags. So those and also a price shopper. Yeah. A a price shopper is a red flag to me, even in Botox. Oh, good. Even a Botox shopper. Right. Because that's like standard market price. Like it is what it is. Exactly. So I'm thinking in my head. So I'm putting myself as a patient. If it was super cheap, 
that means maybe they're not certified or it's diluted. It's it might be diluted or might not even, even be, be Botox. Botox. Yeah. Yeah. True. If, if you can get Botox for eight dollars a unit. <laughs> Do not do it. <laughs> Run. <laughs> but you know what's a red flag for me? Uh-huh. Somebody who is very pushy. Somebody oh, who is point. very aggressive. Like sales. Like sales. Okay. Like, yeah. Like right. Somebody who's very like, I want it done tomorrow. Right. I don't have any other time. Like I this can is only it. do it. This, between this day and this day and then yeah. I'm going to be gone for a year. And it's different. Well, true. And it's different with people that fly in because mm-hmm. they only have that set time but here you're in Houston. talking to them for a while before yeah, they you even prepare. Come. Right. Mm-hmm. We do their medical history, the payments done, you know, they ha- if they need clearance, an EKG or anything like that, that's all done ahead of time. So mm-hmm. that is already set up months in advance. So, but some someone coming in and somebody just somebody who's in the city. Exactly. That's <laughs> the difference. Yes. Somebody who's in the city who calls and tells me, hey, I only can I want to do a breast augmentation, but I can only do it, yeah, you know, this Friday. Right. No. <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, no, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> but, you know, I think it comes with patients urgency as far as like maybe they got their stimulus check and they have to do it right now because (laughs) if that money sits in the bank it's gonna go somewhere else you know that's very true so they're like no I have to do it right now because if not I'm gonna spend it on something else so that's true I guess it's a case-by-case basis because imagine somebody who's been already thinking about it for a long time and they've already come in for consultation and now they're ready right now they're ready but I'm, I mean, somebody who's calling me for the very first time. I've <laughs> no. never met them and they want to have cert- fly in or right. come in and have surgery tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, that would um, definitely be a red flag. A red flag. For sure. So I do want to cover. Your questions are great. T- <laughs> thank you. I do want to talk. Thank you. I Well, you know, I want us to explore not like the things that us in the that industry we would talk about no yes what things i would talk to a patient if they were here sure i want my patient or my listeners to feel like yeah they're my, they're my patients so pa- i was gonna say <laughs> patients and listeners are gonna be the same thing yeah right right yeah. okay yeah because they're i want to educate we right. want to educate right we want every everybody to make informed decisions right when they're coming in for plastic surgery and also too like I don't know, on your IG or something, ask questions. Like you can always hit her up. Oh yeah, definitely. We're going to be doing a few polls. I love it. <laughs> okay. So what are some tips that you would give our listeners on how do you prepare emotionally? Okay. I would say TED Talks. I love TED Talks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not sponsored by them, but <laughs> I think just anything, you know, motivational, whether it's friends, families, books, podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> in your realm, even maybe the last year I in the car mm-hmm. driving home, I just don't even have a radio on, which is weird. Because it's like that silence and you have that time to kind of process your day and think and think without any interruption. But I mean, just simple things like that. You just know what's to pre- so funny? Here for oh I don't know what she's I gonna say right have now. Always done that. Oh my goodness. I Stop it. like to drive when I'm by myself. Yes, well of course. So, well, sometimes yeah. I drive with music, but yeah, sometimes 
especially like at the end of the day when I'm driving yeah, home. it's great. I'll, just I'll to get home and I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even turn the radio on. No, it's just that the silence, it's the calmness. It just kind of helps you recap of what happened that day, what you need to prepare for, you know, focus on family and figuring out what's next. Yeah. So I think a tip that I would give uh-huh. my listeners on how to prepare emotionally. Okay. Is probably knowing that your results are not going to be immediate. Yeah. Emotionally and mentally prepare yourself for those first few weeks are tough. Those first few weeks, True. you're not going to, you're going to be improved. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, but you'll you're, see it. you have, absolutely. you know, a few weeks of recovery before you're yeah. where you want to be. And just know, just because your friend healed so much faster than you did, don't put yourself in that box and say, well, why didn't I heal as yeah, fast as Yeah, why am I that? not healing so exactly. as quickly as her? Right. That's Because everyone true. starts because with everybody... something different. <laughs> <laughs> That's what makes us unique, okay? Yeah. Let's be honest. It's, it's all about making sure that you kind of know in your head, okay, yeah, I'm going to have surgery. Mm-hmm. It might be a little painful. That's why you don't skimp on your... Xperel or uh, your... Right. I was going to say Xperel. <laughs> we're, we, we don't advocate for all of these, but we use them on a daily basis. So yeah. when we're spitting out product names, don't think that we're, you know, yeah. getting compensated, but they could if they wanted to. If they to. wanted to. Hey. I know. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, those products really help, you know, and our doctors over the years have learned that. Yeah. And so the they include it, it in it. The it's tummy tuck cost, without Expro is not Crazy. what you want to do. We just pause. Yeah, like <laughs> it's not what you want to do. Yeah. Expro, it's like seventy-two hours out. Yeah, after seventy-two the hours. Yeah, of, it's like a lidocaine product that they numbs. put that numbs uh-huh. that they apply during the surgery. Right. So when you wake up, it's already in there. It's already working. It's just already, think like a dental block for your tummy. Yeah. That's exactly. the easiest That's way. Perfect. Let's yeah. put it in that perspective. If your doctor doesn't offer it, ask, ask for, for it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, this is crazy. Okay. <laughs> I think we're the same person sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Okay. My last question. Okay. I told I know. you 30 we minutes is going to go quickly. I know. Okay. You're right. <laughs> I told you 30 minutes is it's in a flash. So my last question is what can somebody do to make sure that to enhance their results like what can they do before their surgery okay so i think like we're asking them to do the vitamedica Mm -hmm. so that's an amin and pm vitamin the arnica bromelain so those are great homeopathic supplements that help with bruising and swelling Mm -hmm. bromelain is actually found in pineapple so eat eat your pineapple eat Uh, your pineapple before (laughs) surgery it'll be in your it'll be good (laughs) but just eating healthy low sodium diet is good yes and then Exercise, exercise, but getting to a weight that is realistic because you can't usually work out if you have like a full body makeover Mm -hmm. until like six to eight weeks out after surgery. And if it's tummy, you're like two to three months down the road before you're even considering. (laughs) That's a really good point to bring up. Abdomen work. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Your body will scream at you. It'll say it's not time. But bringing, uh, you brought up a good point about being at your goal weight. Yeah. So I think a lot of patients will try to gain or lose weight rapidly before their surgery, but it's not really the weight that they live at. Yeah. And so then after, exactly. So after surgery, they're going to have a hard time 
to maintain it. To maintain it because right. that's not really where they are. And we right. all we all can gain and lose weight, but there's a weight for every single one of us that's kind of like where we it's realistic. Live. Yeah. yeah. Kind of where we know we our live. wiggle room. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I for me, something that would I would tell one of my patients is yeah. make sure you're at a reasonable weight for yourself Correct. where you're not yeah. starving yourself no, to get you don't to get go to on this some crash diet because it's not going to be realistic like we keep saying and it's um, not it's not helpful to your healing and it's not healthy let's be honest come on I oh, mean, oh definitely seriously <laughs> so you want to be at that weight that you know you can maintain afterwards because once the surgeon shapes your body you're going to be that same weight or that same shape sorry same shape but either a larger version or a smaller version Mm -hmm. as you gain it and lose weight over the years. Mm -hmm. So maintaining it, but preparing for it, going back to what the initial question was, is, you know, vitamins, eating healthy, having good inspirational, motivational stuff around you as you prepare for this journey. (laughs) And it's a journey. It It is definitely a journey from the first time that you yeah, even think, think about, about it, it. Yeah, to when you're actually on the beach in your bikini. It's True. a journey. Yeah, because it might you might start thinking about it, and then you mm-hmm. hear us, and you're like, "Hey!" And you we're telling you, "Hey, be at a weight that's right. reasonable for you. Right, it's that's healthy realistic. for you. Right. That's realistic." And then now they're like, "Okay, well, maybe I need a weight. Yeah, <laughs> I need to lose a little weight, right. or maybe." And I- hopefully, that's what this will help patients, our podcasters, our listeners, our listeners, our friends. Exactly. (laughs) That's how I feel. They're my friends. Um, Understand is that, you know, we're here for advice and true advice, but of course, always make sure that you're going to a board certified plastic surgeon and you are doing your homework just like anything else. So you have to do your homework. Yes. Let's go ahead and just for our listeners, go through everything we talked about. So let's go through the green flags. Yes. Make sure you've done your homework. You have support. Make sure you have support. And then if you're on that weight loss journey, you know, that you're happy and you have reached your goal weight. Exactly. At a healthy goal weight. Yeah. Healthy goal weight. For sure. Okay. So those were the green flags. Now about the red flags. Patients being timid and they're unsure, being mm-hmm. pushy, they're... Or a price- spouse that's being too pushy with them. Right. True. The price shoppers, because, you know, you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. Spoke about that. And then unreasonable sure- expectations. We don't want patients to have surgery if they don't have reasonable expectations because they don't know exactly exactly. or see what is reasonable for their body or their shape and making sure you do your research. Uh Uh-huh. Very important. Of course, Um, we can't harp on that enough. I don't care where you are in the world. Do your research, do your homework, ask the right questions. And ask the questions that even if you think, oh, they have already talked about it. It's okay. You can ask it. If you don't understand it all the way, ask. Make sure you go in knowing what you're signing up, what you're signing up for. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. There's never a dumb question when it comes to an elective procedure. (laughs) And if the doctor doesn't want to answer, run. (laughs) Yes, run. Well, sometimes I think doctors are a little bit in a hurry. But if they're they're willing to, if you can tell them like, hey, 
I have some more questions. Yeah. But Can usually I- the staff, like that's what the coordinators are for too. That's yeah. what our medical team is for. That's what the surgery center is for. That's what our concierge service is for. Mm-hmm. I can go on and on. You have a team literally that if you're asking that simple question, we're going to be able to answer it. If it's mm-hmm. something medical or technical or specific, he's on our bat line. Literally, we can text him, call him 24 hours and ask yeah. that question, you know? So ask the right questions for ask sure. Ask the right questions and just be happy. <laughs> yes, be happy. Be excited. Yeah. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Yeah. When you're, when the question is, am I ready for surgery? At the end, once you do all of your, all of your homework, you've, you know, Research. researched, be ready. Yeah. Be ready. Go for, with your gut. Yeah. Go with your gut. It's be ready for you. the new you. <laughs> <laughs> Visualize yourself on a beach in your bikini yes. with a martini or a margarita or, or whatever, whatever you like water. <laughs> well, probably water. Water with lime, please. No Thank salt. You. No salt. <laughs> Save the salt. <laughs> Thank you, Mavi. You're welcome. And I'm so happy to have you. And I can't wait for us to continue. I'm excited. It's going to be good. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> High five. High five. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I would like to end this episode with a huge thank you to all of our listeners. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe to Big Butts No Lies Podcast and follow us on Instagram at Big Butts No Lies Podcast. If you have a topic you want me to cover, please send it to the DM. If you know anyone on their plastic surgery journey, be sure to recommend them the show. You can also visit us on our website, bigbuttsnolies.com. You'll see the online surgical recovery store. We're adding new items all the time. If there's something you think I need to have on there, send me a DM. (laughs) Don't forget to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget, new episodes every Monday. I'll see you then.